last night, I should say Friday night, the Maple Leafs lost in the Maple Leafs lost in overtime to the Blackhawks, four to three. Friday night, the Penguins lost three to two. Saturday night, the game that we're about to recap. Well, what was the final score? Did the Penguins get another three two game? Let's find out. Penguins post game. Leafs versus Pens starts right now. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, shoot, he scores! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins postgame. A PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Nation, what's up, Maple Leafs Nation? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Penguins post game, game twenty of eighty-two for the Pens, and of course, it is game nineteen of the season of eighty-two for the Maple Leafs. Both of these teams coming off back to backs. But for us here on Penguins Post Game, this is our 20th game we have covered this year for the Black and Gold. This is our 20th game we have covered for the Black and Gold. All right, I could go on about that all day long, but we would be here all day. There's stuff we got to get to including our look ahead later in the program, getting you set up for the Penguins' next game, getting you set up for the Leafs' next game, etc., etc., etc. Quick notice here, we are going to play Sheldon Keefe and Mike Sullivan's media availability one at a time during the course of the middle segment. Which is, of course, where we will find the Shake of the Game segment. Speaking of which, if you're listening to this after you listen to the Buffalo Sabres recap, or you listen to it, or you're listening to this right now before you go to the Buffalo Sabre recap, we got... Half off, Jake the Shake. So I hope if you're in Pittsburgh, you're enjoying your Jake Shakes. Half off at the Milkshake Factory anytime. Jake Gensel, yes, I said Jake Gensel, scores. He scored in the Maple Leaf game. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. I also want to let everyone know that 
our three stars introduction will be coming up to find out who the three stars of the game are for the game in Pittsburgh between the Maple Leafs, bam, and your Pittsburgh Penguins, the black and gold. That all being said, let's get into the opening portion, first portion of the opening segment, where we find our first person to hear from. That will be Sheldon Keith. Before we get to Sheldon, though, let's break it in on our game summary. We're going to kick off this opening segment, kicking it off with our game total stats. So. The Maple Leafs were outshot 35 to 33 by the Penguins. Outhit by the Penguins 15 to 10. A little bit of a different story in faceoff. The Maple Leafs with 33 faceoff wins. The Penguins with 28 faceoff wins. Both teams unable to connect on the man advantage. Zero for three for the Leafs. The Maple Leafs, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Penguins were 0 for 3 on the power play as well. Both teams spending a combined 6 minutes in the penalty box. Penguins taking the puck away from Toronto 10 times. Toronto taking the puck away from Pittsburgh 5 times. They gave it to Pittsburgh 3 times. Pittsburgh gave it to Toronto four times, and both teams combined to stop, I should say not stop, block, 21 shots each from each side. So, how did it all go down? Let's go to our game summary. Scoring summary time. Referees for this game at PPG at PPG Paints Arena, Brian Brian Puchmara, Puchmara and Kelly Sutherland, Scott Cherry and Derek Nansen, your linesmen for this game. Where we saw scoring twenty eight seconds later, after Tyler Bertuzzi put the Leafs. In, he put the Maple Leafs in the lead to kick it off. Tyler Bertuzzi, three minutes and 59 seconds into the game. Fifth goal of the season. Fifth goal as a Leaf for Tyler Bertuzzi. And the Maple Leafs strike first. With Bertuzzi's fifth goal of the year. John Tavares with assist number 13 on the season. Morgan Riley, number 13 on the year for him, also with an assist. And he got the secondary assist. But merely 28 seconds later, shakes alert, shakes alert, shakes alert, shakes alert, shakes alert, shakes alert. The Penguins would give Penguins fans, despite the outcome of this hockey game, which ended in a Penguins victory, half off Jake the Shake 
with Jake Gensel getting number seven on the year for Jake. His sec his first goal of the game, only goal of the game, seventh goal of the season. Four minutes and 27 seconds later, 28 seconds later after the Bertuzzi goal, put the Leafs out in front 1-0. to zero. Now we're tied 1-1. One one. Drew O'Connor, fourth assist of the season for Drew O'Connor. And Sidney Crosby has assist number 11 on the year. Now the game is tied. The penalties came up a little bit later in the first period, but in the final part of the scoring summary for the first period, 7 minutes and 48 seconds after Jake Gensel ties the game, Matthew Nyes. Blanks Tristan Jari, who got the start for the Penguins tonight. I should say on Saturday as we record this on Sunday. And that is his sixth goal of the season. Kelly Yarncrack with his sixth assist of the season on that goal. The Maple Leafs, after 20 minutes, lead 2-1. to one. Uh-oh. Will the Leafs beat the Penguins and bounce back from their 4-3 overtime loss to the Blackhawks earlier on Friday night? Not on my watch, says the former Leaf, Noel Achari. He puts it in the he puts the cookie as the old 2-9er Phil Borg would say, in the in the in the basket, as the old 2-9er would say. He puts the cookie in the basket. Blanks Joseph Wall, who was the starter for the Maple Leafs. And we're tied again. This is Noel Achari's second goal as a penguin and second goal of the season but it's also his first against his former team the maple leafs and wouldn't you know it we're tied again 2-2 but the penguins aren't done there in the second period oh before we get to that second goal of the second period the goal for Noel Achari, which was unassisted, was at 10 minutes and one second in to the second period. Penguins tie the game 10 minutes and a second into the second period. Right after penalties to John Lidvik, two minutes for elbowing at 12 minutes and 18 seconds. And at 14 minutes and 24 seconds, Kelly Yankrek getting called two minutes for high sticking. 19 minutes and 32 seconds into the second period. EK65 puts the game away for the Penguins, and the Penguins would come out on top 
hanging on to a 3-2 win over the Leafs. So didn't they just lose 3-2 to the Buffalo Sabres on Friday night? Yes, they did. In Buffalo. Yes, they did. But not the case tonight. Not the case on a Saturday night in Pittsburgh. Eric Carlson, six goal of a as a Penguin, six goal of the season, nineteen minutes and thirty two seconds in, that puts the Penguins in the lead for the first time in the game. Chris Letang on the assist, getting number ten on the year for him, and of course. Jeff Carter. First assist as a Penguin. First assist of the season. Penalties in the second period went to Mark Giordano. Two minutes for hooking. Five minutes. Sorry. Two minutes for TJ Brody's delay of game coming in at 5.56 in the second period. 4.17, Mark Giordano went. Two minutes for hooking. That's four minutes and 17 seconds in. At the five minutes and 56 mark of the second period, that's when the TJ Brody penalty would occur. Two minutes for a delay a game. And of course, 10 minutes and 37 seconds at the second period. It's Ryan Graves getting caught two minutes hooking the call on Graves. After 20 minutes, after 40 minutes, I should say, not 20 minutes, 40 minutes have been played now. And after 40, the Penguins are ahead. Penguins three, Maple Leafs two. And they will hang on to beat the Maple Leafs 3-2 to in Pittsburgh. The Penguins would hang on to win. The only penalty to discuss here, because there's no scoring in the third period, and that's a 1 minute and 56 seconds into the game, third period, 2-minute minor. For Redeem Zahorna, Big Z getting called. Two minutes for boarding. And that's it. You know what? Let's hear from Sid because he did speak on Hockey Night in Canada postgame. So let's see. Let's hear what Sid had to say postgame when he spoke with Hockey Night in Canada postgame. Let's go check that out here before we get to a quick commercial break. And then we will open up with Sheldon Keith ahead of our three stars. And we'll actually run the shake of the game there. And then in the middle segment, we will take a quick look around what happened on 
Saturday and what is currently happening in the games going on right now in the five games slated for Sunday. Right now, let's take our attention to Sid and the panel on Hockey Night in Canada. As this game in Pittsburgh could be heard on the radio 105.9 DX, but it could also be heard. Oh, hold on a second. It could also be heard on Sportsnet Pittsburgh. Colby Armstrong in there with Steve Mears for the radio broadcast, which means Josh Getzoff would be reunited once again with the old 2-9er himself, Phil Borg. But let's hear what Ron and the gang have with Sid, who spoke post-game to them, on the panel. There with Kelly Rudy, Jennifer Botterill. Congratulations, uh, a great win for you tonight. And comeback win for you tonight and after a frustrating night at Buffalo I'm sure you're extremely happy what what are your thoughts on uh, tonight's win over yeah I thought it was real gutsy I mean uh, that was a tough one the last night obviously did a lot of good things and to, to lose it not even get a point and have an opportunity here tonight uh, against a really good team a really dangerous team um, I thought we uh, responded really well and that was uh, that was a good hockey game both teams had some good looks and uh, both goalies were solid so good to get that one uh, and Sid, there was one play in the third period where you had the puck and it looked like you were trying to find Gensel. You eventually made the pass to our O'Connor, and we saw you on the bench looking at the iPad, chatting with both guys. Do you remember what was the play that you were looking for on that entry? Did you want Gensel in a different position? What was the play that you were hoping would develop? I thought I was going to have the trailer. I don't know if it was Tanger or ended up being OC, but... Even still, I just I drifted a little wide, so I thought uh, if I would have ended up in the slot a little bit more instead of drifting a little wide, then I would have gave myself a better chance to shoot. So I'm just looking at that. I mean, those are those are little things, and you don't like to look at that thing too much, but uh, <laughs> it happens quick, and sometimes it's nice uh, it's nice to see it. Hey, Sid, you said gutsy win. I would agree, but your power play the last seven games, 0 for 18. What do you have to clean up there? Thanks for bringing it up. Um, <laughs> it is my job. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, you know what? Like, it's been different things tonight. I don't think I did a good enough job in the face-off circle of getting us good starts, but um, they did a good job on the entries. But I think you know there's some some times there we've had some good looks and it hasn't gone in, and sometimes you can force it or you know squeeze the stick a little bit. So I think it's just getting back to trying to find ways to get pucks through and simplify it a little bit. And they had a good PK tonight and was a, was a good challenge for us. So hopefully we can find a way to get one and hopefully they'll start to go in. Sid, we've been pumping your tires all night, you know, like standard Hockey Night in Canada stuff. And a lot of things talking about like student of the game and a wiser version of yourself. Like how much hockey do you watch? Uh, I know you probably watch your own shifts, but will you go home and watch the late game? Are you watching a lot of other players or teams around the league? Uh, not a ton, probably not as much as, as I used to. I mean, we do a ton of video. I mean, I feel like every year there's just, you know, there's more and more video, there's more analytics. So we get a pretty good dose of everything here at the rink. So, um, if there's games on, you know, I'll check them out here and there. I don't think I'll watch a game kind of wire to wire, but you know, just, you know, I love the game and if there's, if there's something on, I'll watch it. But, uh, 
Yeah, not as much as you think, maybe. I have a question for you, Sid, and maybe it's a little uh, hard for you to talk about this situation, but Dr. Kimberly Amaro Ryan, a sports psychologist, preeminent, you know her, Jen? Yeah. yeah, Jen's dad, of course, Cal Botterill, legendary sports psych. Uh, she was asking you about your favorite moment of the Sochi Olympics, and she just assumed you would talk about your beautiful breakaway goal on Lundquist or maybe Jonathan Taves' goal. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You said it was Taves working with one of the guys who wasn't playing uh, to keep him contented, to keep him part of the team. Can, can you elaborate on that, if nothing else, for, for coaches and kids to hear about how you think that's more important than a, a fantastic breakaway goal you score? Yeah, I think just going into that, you know, going to the Olympics, I mean, there's so many good players, you know, in their own right for their own team. And um, when you get there, you know, you have a different role or, you know, things may be different, uh, what's expected. And, yeah, it's a short time. So, I mean, the quicker that you can come together as a group, uh, the better you are. And when you, ha you have guys like him that are doing things like that, uh, it makes a big difference. And I think the group gels pretty quick because of that. So that's that's always a big challenge when you play in, you know, short-term event. But, you know, his leadership and, and things like that go a long way, and those uh, those little things add up to, to winning. It was Jonathan Taves. Okay, Jen, you want to get on that? Just yeah. one quick one, Sid. We saw Jari. It looked like he was smi smiling throughout that third period, made some big saves late in the game. What's his demeanor, or how helpful has that been for your team? Yeah, I mean, it, it depends. I mean, I think when, when a goalie's smiling, it's usually a good sign. Um, I like that. I think it shows that they're loose, they're confident. And uh, you know, especially late in the game like that, when they're when they're coming the way they they are, um, to see him relaxed and focused and, and having a good time, that's what you want to see. So that builds confidence for for our group when you see that. And uh, we saw some examples of that in the third here. Well, listen, that goal last night in Buffalo from behind. I hope you get to see a replay of your own goal because it was uh, just gorgeous. And that's thirteen. Well, you know, so he's not quick. watching the games tonight. No, so. <laughs> <laughs> but you're watching your own. Nice to have a visit with you, Sid. Uh, continued success this season. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Ron, the panel, and your captain of the Penguins, Sidney Crosby. We'll take a break. Come back. Dolan Keith, and of course, Mike Sullivan, still to come. Three stars, plus Sheldon Keith's press conference. We'll take a look at the games. From Saturday, we'll take a look at the games on tap right now and the games that are going on today. One already is underway as we speak. And we will take a look at the other games going on as well. All that is next on Penguins post game as we roll forward to getting you ready for. What I believe, out of many of these games for the Penguins, is going to be an absolute battle. I'm talking about the Preds taking on the Penguins. Now, when we do our show, and I'll, I'll leave you with this, but I'll probably touch on it more in the final segment, but when we leave you, for Sports for Beginners' second season finale. Uh, we're going to do that all pre-recorded here in the same area that we're doing it right now uh, on Zoom. When we leave you on December the 15th, 
for the end of the season finale of Sports for Beginners, season two. We may tease that we may be doing Penguins postgame a little bit differently through the remainder of the 2023-2024 season. But one thing I can assure you, even though they will still be, as they are now, bonus content, we will have another Penguins postgame, Maple Leafs versus Penguins postgame coming up on the day after we wrap up Season 2 of Sports for Beginners. And we'll continue to keep you covered, especially as we move into Double Trouble Times 2 in December with the Islanders coming up on December 27. And, sorry, the Islanders coming up on December 31st, New Year's Eve. And the Senators on the Saturday, December 23rd, right before Christmas Eve. And we'll talk about that more as we go along around on Penguins Post Game. But right now, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, three stars of the game, Sheldon Keefe's press conference, a little bit of the game-winning goal, the goaltenders and the, the goaltenders that win and lose. We'll check in on the Sunday games underway right now. And we'll check in on the Saturday games that went down yesterday. All that's next. And Mike Sullivan is also coming up. So if you are in Pittsburgh, be sure you stick around for Mike Sullivan's press conference after the game. Pens win it 3-2, to two, and we'll be right back. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas Berger, on a Working Environment podcast, where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us, because together, we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. Welcome back to Penguins Post Game. My name is Scott McGregor. We're going to kick off this portion of the opening segment, as we always do with our three stars of the game. But before we do, just because I want to add the games from Saturday into the into the lineup here of this segment let's let's get the views from the one and only 
Sheldon Keefe. Let's find out what. Let's find out what the head coach of your Toronto Maple Leafs, Maple Leaf fans, had to say after this game. Here he is, courtesy of the NHL website. Of course, this website that you see above, as well as you would see when we show you Mike Sullivan, will be Mike Sullivan, head coach of the Penguins, will be in the description of our episode if you want to go back and check out the players, if you want to go back and check out the coaches, all all of it will be there as well. All right, let's get you right to Sheldon Keith. Sheldon, let us know what you thought. Sheldon, what did you see as the difference tonight? Uh, they scored three, we scored two. I think it's a pretty, pretty even game uh, throughout. You know, if you take, you know, they dominated the second period, we dominated the third period, but they got the puck to go in and uh, we didn't. How do you feel about uh, the top line tonight? I thought they were good. Those guys had lots of jump. They were, they were on the attack. Uh, no issues with them. How deflating was that, that goal late in the second period? It looked like you guys were trying to keep it. Yeah, yeah, it is for sure. I mean, you're, you're almost out of the period there and, and all even. It's a tough. We have hit a bit of a pause here. So we'll get back to Sheldon Keefe in just a second. But while we wait for Sheldon, let's get to, as I unshare the screen here, and then I'll share it again. Let's get to our three stars introduction. Oh, wrong one. Let me make sure we're on the right one. And we do have Sheldon back, but we're going to give him a little time. So let's get the three stars introduction out of the way right here. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. That's me. And while we continue to get back to Sheldon Keith. We'll just quickly go over our three stars of the game, including a guy who had the game-winning goal, Eric Carlson. EK65 with the game-winning goal, Joseph Wohl is 6- Five and zero right now with the loss. Tristan Jari's record improves to seven, eight, and zero with the W. And our three stars of the game. Well, you gotta at least give some credit. So credit was given as a third star it was given to left winger number 23 of the Toronto Maple Leafs, Matthew Nyes, one goal, zero assists, zero plus minus, 16 minutes and 
and 37 seconds total ice time. Your second star, the former Maple Leaf, number 55 now on the Penguins, Noel Achari, one goal, zero assists, plus one, 16 minutes and, and 47 seconds on the ice total. And your first star, we've talked about him already. He's got the game-winning goal, the GWG. It's number 65, EK65 of the Penguins defenseman, EK65, Eric Carlson. One goal, minus one, zero assists on the ice for 21 minutes and 21 seconds. Interesting. All right. All right, let's go back to Sheldon Keith here with the three stars out of the way. And let's hear the remainder of his press conference. Let's go back to Sheldon Keith and see what else we can get from Sheldon. Tough one to give up. To me, the tougher one to give up is the second one. You know, we got full possession of that puck again. And, you know, uh, our D gets into our forwards' hands, and we get a chance for a very clean breakout, and out we go. Instead, we give it back to the defenseman again and compound the problem, and ends up in our net. To me, that's the game right there. What's uh, sorry? What went into the decision to go 11 and 17? Just really wanted to. Maybe we had some question marks on defense here on the back to back, and wanted to. Yeah, uh, insulate guys. Obviously, Timmins trying to get back up to speed um, on the back-to-back. Didn't necessarily want to take him out of the lineup, but but uh, thought we could thought we could benefit from having an extra guy there. And and then on forward, uh, I just thought it would allow us to to uh, keep a better rhythm that way with uh, keeping 11 guys involved. Um, really, it was it was based on having uh, extra support on defense. Bouncing Mitch's way right now. He seems a bit down after certain, some of these plays. Are you noticing any any frustration creeping in with him at all? No, I mean, all guys want to score. Guys want to win. You know, um, I thought that line was good today. That's interesting, right? We're on. We're getting all sorts of questions about these guys, and <clears throat> you know, I think I think we all agree that they could, you know, they can play better. They've set such a high standard. They can play better, but yet here we are. You know. Uh, one of the many reports I get before every game, I'm reading through them here before the game, and I look at one of them. I look at is our five-on-five five scoring this season, and at the top of the list is Mitch Marner. So, guy here that we say is you know hasn't played his best hockey and has all the hardest matchups every single night, and yet is at the top of our team in five-on-five five scoring. So it's interesting how it all works out. Um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll stay with stay building our group and building our game, but. Uh, Let's let's not pile on the negatives here. Well said, Sheldon. Well said. Well said, Sheldon. Well said. I mean, you could agree to disagree with Sheldon Keith there, but I agree. I mean, he doesn't really want to talk about the negatives much because, I mean... He's probably going to address it with the team. He's probably going to address it with the team. But my main focus right now would be 
look at the tape, try to correct whatever went wrong. And again, you heard Sheldon say that he believes giving up that goal that was the Atari goal, the former Maple Leaf goal from Noel Atari. He believes that was the game there. He didn't want to get into too much of the negatives. And honestly, I don't blame him. I, I, I really don't blame him. I don't. All right. Shake of the game coming up in just a few minutes as our opening segment continues. But before we get to that, we're going to actually wrap up the second part the second part opening segment with a look around the games going on right now and the games that went down on Saturday. So, as you know, the Maple Leafs get swept in the back-to-back. They do not bounce back with the win. 3-2 to the final in favor of the Penguins in Pittsburgh. So the Penguins do bounce back. They also were on a back-to-back, and they don't get swept. They take down the Maple Leafs 3-2. Well, isn't this interesting? The Islanders and the Flyers play a full 60 minutes where no one scores. We're 0-0 through regulation right up until overtime, and we're still scoreless. Then we go to a shootout. It's the goal, it's been the goalies game all game long. And finally, somebody puts the puck in the net. And the Flyers escape Long Island with a 1-0 win over the Islanders. The Buffalo Sabres beat the Penguins on Friday, but they did not beat the Devils. They fall to the Devils 7-2 on Saturday. The Los Angeles Kings. Shut out the Montreal Canadiens, and I guess you could say the Flyers shut out the Islanders, but that game went into a shootout, and the Flyers came out with a win. A shutout in Los Angeles for the Kings. They beat the Canadiens 4-0. In Denver, the Flames defeat the... Sorry, the Flames fall. To the Avalanche, three to one. Down in Vegas, the Coyotes shut out the Golden Knights, two to zero. The Arizona Coyotes beat the Golden Knights, two to zero. The New York Rangers play early hockey, and yeah, no problem. 
They come out on top of the Boston Bruins, 7-4. to four. And, of course, the Sharks trying, trying. I mean, they've been leaking oil for a long time this year. And they are trying to grab as many wins as possible. They grab one against the Canucks on Hockey Night in Canada. 4-3 the final in San Jose in favor of the Sharks. Games on tap right now. Well, we have a tie in Motown in the second period between the Wings and the Wild. The Red Wings and the Wild. And the Blackhawks currently... In action right now. They were not in action yesterday on Saturday when we're recapping the Penguins and the Leafs game. Of course, we're recapping it on a Sunday, which is today. They are currently down to the Blues 1-0 to in the first period. Still to come later on the NHL, we've got a 5 o'clock. Blue Jackets and Hurricanes game starting at 5 p.m. At 8 p.m., the Jets take on the Predators, and then it's McDavid versus the Ducks at 9 p.m. later on Sportsnet. Of course, on Sportsnet as well, you can catch Hurricanes and Blue Jackets at 5 5 p.m. All right. That pretty much is it there. We'll check back in on those games ongoing right now between the Blackhawks and the Red Wings and Wild. And before we even take a break to get ready for the middle segment here where we'll do the game pucks of the game and we will also do the shake of the game. Right before we hit a break, The Blues have gone up by two. It's now Blues two, Blackhawks nothing. In Chicago. And guess what? If you love the WWE, oh boy, you're probably taken by storm. At the end of what happened in Chicago's pay-per-view event. We're back to talking hockey right after this. And we might show you what happened at the end of Survivor Series in Chicago. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams, listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, 
like the broadcast map Facebook page. Search broadcast map. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them discuss the Blue Jays, Bills, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Welcome back in, everybody, to Penguins Post Game. Time for the shake of the game and the game pucks of the game. Before we do that, though, we also want to get to Mike Sullivan. So, we are going to get to Mike Sullivan. But before we do, before we go to Mike, before we go to Mike Sullivan, here in the middle segment, let's go to a play of the game. And of course, coming up after the play of the game, we will do our introduction. Followed by our two recipients, one from each side, who are our player of the game slash shake of the game recipients. Let's get to a play of the game before then. And for me, I gotta go. I gotta go to the. I gotta go to the goal. Back door, by Jake Gensel. This one was the second goal. Of the game first for the Penguins, and it also tied the hockey game. Let's go to that highlight here, courtesy of Sportsnet, where we find those who had the call of the game on Sportsnet and CBC. Let's go. Let's go to my play of the game. And the one that tied this game up at 1-1 apiece. It's Jake Gensel's backdoor feed to cap off a beauty passing sequence. Here are the men that called it. Here are the men that called it. From PPG Paints Arena on the Sportsnet broadcast. Matthew Nyes with a strong play in behind the Pittsburgh net, but now a hit it goes to Crosby. He's got Gensel loose. O'Connor Gensel tapping goal, and Pittsburgh has tied it. Twenty-eight seconds later, an answer. 
for Mike Sullivan. You, you go to your top guys. It already saw in their last shift the Crosby Lions had some chances, so you get scored on. Nice gets in offensively, both he and Matthews behind the goal line and behind the play. Nice play by Crosby. And how about the heads up action of Drew O'Connor? What an opportunity it is for O'Connor to play on this line. Gensel, instead of going by the net, stops up. The stop up there, you can see Morgan Riley got caught in deep and Brody unable to get there. Gensel with the point as O'Connor made an excellent pass off of the feed from Sidney Crosby. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. There is your play of the game. And right now, let's go to the shake of the game introduction. We'll follow up before we get to game puck with Mike Sullivan. press conference the shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your pittsburgh penguins jake gensel and his milkshake factory ad remember pittsburgh penguins fans whenever jake scores despite the outcome of the hockey game you receive half of jake the shake at the milkshake factory at your local pittsburgh penguins at milkshake factory dealers the day after the game just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every penguins game because when jake scores next day you receive half off jake the shake at the milkshake factory now back to the sports for beginners podcast studio here is your host, Scott McGregor. And of course, yes, we are inspired by Jake Gensel's Milkshake Factory ad in partnership with the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Milkshake Factory in Pittsburgh. So if you're not in Pittsburgh, if you don't live in Pittsburgh, like I don't live in Pittsburgh, but if you happen to be in the Pittsburgh area, all you have to do anytime Jake Gensel scores like Saturday night, <clears throat> when he did score, which was in this game between the Penguins and the Maple Leafs, Anytime Jake scores, despite what happens in the outcome of any hockey game, the Penguins play. If you're not in Pittsburgh, but you happen to be in the area, like if you, if you happen to be in the area, but you're not from Pittsburgh, all you gotta do is go to your nearest milkshake factory in Pittsburgh and use the offer half off Jake Shakes to get half off the original price that a Jake Shake would cost if it wasn't half off. I'm not I'm not exactly sure what that price is, but it'll be half off the original price 
that a Jake Shake normally is. If you're in the Pittsburgh area and anytime Jake scores. If you're not from if you're not from Pittsburgh but you happen to be in the area, go ahead, check it out. And go grab yourself a Jake Shake. It's half off. Why wouldn't you? Heck, I heck, I wish I was living in Pittsburgh. Even though I'm from Canada and uh, I'm a Penguins fan from Canada. So, regardless, Penguin fans, if you're in Pittsburgh and you happen to be trying out Jake Shakes, let me know. I really want to know what you think of the shake. And I really, really want to know if you recommend it. Should I ever get a chance to be in the Pittsburgh area? Just let me know. What do you think of it? I really want to know. I really want to know. Anywho. As we always like to do in our Shake of the Game segment, we like to go over before we give you our Shake of the Game recipients, which are our abbreviated Player of the Game recipients. We always like to give you <clears throat> those that were scratched. And the Maple Leafs would not play in this game. Alex Steve, Bobby McCann, and the former penguin. The former penguin. Ryan freaking Reeves. Ryan Reeves would also not play in this game. Ryan freaking Reeves. He's not going to play in this one, but. Don't think he won't play in the season series. Do not think he will not play in that season series. I have a feeling that we are going to see Ryan Reeves play against Pittsburgh. Scratches for the Penguins in this game. Well... No sign of Brian Rust in this game or Dmitry Samorakov. Or Vinny or Vinny Hinestroza. So those are your scratches for the penguins. Your shake of the game. For the Penguins is going to go to it is going to go to you know what he's got a bold penguin helmet now to add to his resume I'm going to add a shake of the game to Noel Achari's resume 
He is my player of the game for the Penguins and my shake of the game recipient as well for the Penguins. I thought Noel Achari played, played pretty dang well. Four shots on goal, plus one. Uh, no assist for this, for Noel Achari. One goal, as you see in the three stars as well. Did not go to the penalty box. No giveaways from Noel Achari. 16 minutes and 47 seconds of total ice time. Two hits, three blocks, and one takeaway. One takeaway for the former Maple Leaf. One takeaway for Noel Achari. Your Shake of the Game recipient and also your Penguins player of the game. Didn't play all that well. Didn't have any goals in this game. But was Matthews ever trying to put the puck in the net? In the net. Minus one, four shots on goal, zero goals, zero assists, zero penalty minutes for Matthews, zero hits, two blocks, a giveaway, and a takeaway. On the ice in total for 24 minutes and 15 seconds. It's going to go the shake of the game and, of course, player of the game for the Maple Leafs is going to go to Austin Matthews. Now, I know Austin Matthews didn't play as well, but I felt like every time he had a shot, he was going to try and score. But he just could not blank Tristan Jari. Couldn't blank Tristan Jari. All right, before we get to... Sorry about that. Before we get to our game, Pucks of the Game, wrapping up the middle segment here, let's find out what head coach of the Penguins, Mike Sullivan, had to say. Here comes Mike Sullivan, head coach of the Penguins, after the 3-2 win over the Maple Leafs. Let's find out what Mike Sullivan had to say. Coach, uh, it seemed like the third period puck management, just the game management was a, a cut above, especially compared to last night. Was that a something you guys talked about or just kind of organic? Um, no, we, we talked we talked about um it, and, and I alluded to it in in the before the game tonight, just about playing a smart game but not playing a safe game or a cautious game. I think, you know, when our team's at its best, we're playing on our toes, we're playing on top of teams. In a lot of ways, our best defense is our puck pursuit game up the ice. And uh, and I don't think our team is at its best when, you know, when we're retreating and we're allowing teams to come at us. And we just played a little bit more of a cautious game. We had a lot of numbers back, but... Um, 
we we didn't dictate the terms the way I think our team is capable. So we spent more time on our end, and they ended up uh, scoring a couple of goals. So uh, I thought we did a much better job just just battling, trying to trying to play on our toes and uh, play a little bit more of an in-your-face game. But it always starts with managing the puck. If you you know if if you're you're irresponsible with with your decisions, uh, especially on the on the zone entries. You allow a team like Toronto with the transition game that they have, um, you know that kind of easy offense. Then, then it's it's tough to keep them off the scoreboard. I think I think we did a, a real good job in that regard. Also tonight, I'm gonna pause that there for a second because I I, I actually think that Mike Sullivan, yeah, yeah, Sully, I I, I agree with you. I I, I think that. You guys didn't really dictate the terms. Uh, dictate the terms is what I mean. As you said, we didn't dictate the terms against Buffalo on Saturday, on Friday night. And I honestly think, you know, I think I heard the guy that was asking that question would be Mark Madden. Or double M, and Mark, you can actually ask myself that as well. Uh, but uh, or double check with me on that as well. But again, I agree with I agree with you, Sully. You didn't really dictate the terms on uh, Friday night, but that's fine. You guys, you guys played well enough to get the win on Saturday night. And I'm proud of I'm proud of that. Would I have preferred you guys beat the Maple Leafs by a bunch more? Absolutely. But hockey is hockey. And sometimes you're not going to win every game by big numbers. And of course, this is a Perfect example, three, two, Penguins over the Maple Leafs. Let's hear more from Mike. Mike, I don't know if themes for one game matter, but given the way the third period went last night and then given the way that they scored their two goals, I thought the overall response from your team, but specifically each time Toronto scored, might have made all the difference tonight with your guys' confidence level. I yeah, I was, I was really proud of our guys. You know, just uh, after coming off a disappointing loss last night, uh, just with the resilience and you know, and just staying with it in tonight through the whole sixty minutes. I I thought uh, you know the responses after the goals. Um, you know, we didn't get the first goal tonight, but we were able to uh, to dig in and find a way to you know to to respond to the goals that got scored against. And uh, and and I, for me, I I think our leadership had a lot to do with that. Um, I was just proud of the group. I just thought, in general, the resilience and the resolve um, was there from the drop of the puck, and, and and in particular in the third period. I thought we competed hard. That you know, give Toronto credit. They they pushed uh, in the third period to try to get uh, the tying goal, and uh, I I thought we did a real good job just defending hard. 
I'm Mike, a two-parter, if May. First, uh, Vinny Henestroza, just out of due diligence, that's a coach's decision and nothing yes. medical. Uh, Jansen steps in for him, his first NHL game since mid-October. Just what was your observations, what he provided? Yeah, I thought he brought a lot of energy. You know, I think uh, Harks is a guy that brings a lot of speed. He can really shoot the puck. Um, you know, he didn't get a ton of minutes, but uh, I thought he brought a lot of energy. I thought he was impactful in the minutes that he played. He, he was physical on a number of different occasions. He made good decisions with the puck. Uh, you know, he got in on the four check. He made some wall plays. So I, I, I think uh, given the, the allotted time that he was given, I thought he made the most of it. Certainly was impactful in the game. Uh, what can you say about the night Noah Chari had beyond the goal? It seems like he did a lot of the little things, right? Yeah, I thought that was uh, that was probably Cookie's best game as a Penguin. I, I just thought he was competitive. I thought his whole line was terrific. And, um, you know, they we relied on him a lot. Uh, they got some tough matchups in the third period. They got a lot of D-zone starts. They played against Matthew's line a fair amount or Tavares's line a fair amount. Um, and they got the job done. They competed hard. You know, they they get it. Uh, they don't get a whole lot of offensive zone starts, and they did at the end of the second period. And they made the most of it. Carts wins two faceoffs in a row, and they get great net traffic. And, you know, they end up, uh, Car uh, Carl ends up scoring on it. So, um, you know, I thought that line had a, had a really good game. And, and and I thought uh, Noel um, probably had his best game as a Pittsburgh Penguin so far. Uh, Mike, we saw a few more uh, power play changes tonight. Did you see something you liked maybe towards the end of the second period with Chris on top, or you know, are we going to still see maybe a few more uh, changes? We'll see where it goes. You know, that's still a work in progress. We know we uh, you know we're capable of being better in that regard. We're going to work with the players to try to you know, to try to find uh, their very best game. So we're trying to bring some solutions to the table. We've tweaked the, uh, you know, the personnel groups a little bit. We've moved people around positionally. Um, but, you know, we understand that, we, that that's an area where we've got a real opportunity to grow and get better. And I, I believe we've, we have the talent and the players to, uh, to get it done, and these guys are going to be difference makers for us. we just got to stay with it. Uh, Mike, how impressed have you been with with uh, Jari in his last two outings, and how important was it for him to get a a close win like this one tonight? Yeah, I, I thought he was uh, terrific in uh, in Carolina. Um, he really gave us an opportunity to get points out of that game. He made some huge saves. Um, I thought he was really solid tonight, especially down the stretch. You know, he made some big saves, and and that's what it takes to win in this league. And so, um, you know, it's it's hard. When you play a team like Toronto that's as talented as they are, they're going to get some chances. You know, we, I thought we defended hard in front of him, but when we needed a big save, he was there to make it for us. But I just thought his composure in the net um, was was great. He was tracking pucks. He was fighting through the screens. And his rebound control, he, just his composure in general, I thought was, uh, you know, he was locked in there. And and I think that when when he's when he's on top of his game like he was, you know, that rubs off on the group in front of them. I think it gives our whole group a whole nother level of confidence. I, again, just like Sheldon Keith, again, very valid points being made by the head coaches. Now, you could agree to disagree with me on this, but... There were very valid points being made by both head coaches. Now, obviously, Mike Sullivan liked the game. But again, 
there there are some areas where as we listen to Mike Sullivan, as we listened to Sheldon Keith, where we had to pick things up and be like, okay, we understand now. We got to figure out where we've gone wrong. We got to figure out where we... went right and make sure that we correct where we went wrong and and we'll see how it goes the penguins right now are 10 and 10 and of course they are z they have a zero to their record as well and they now sit sixth in the eastern cot in the eastern conferences metropolitan division so that's not exactly where they want to be right now, but you got to take what you get. I mean, that's probably as good as it's going to get. The links will be in the description of the episode here, but let's get to, before we wrap this middle segment up and get ready to send you off, or Bill's post game, which will be coming up after both of these shows, Penguins and Sabres and Maple Leafs and Penguins launch on the day that we are recording this one. Quick reminder that this actually will be the final Bills post-game show we do before the bye week. And then we'll continue to cover Bills football the rest of the way. I'm looking forward for I'm looking forward to a good game between the Bills and the Eagles. I really am. And we'll set it all up for you on the final segment let's wrap this up here though with our two from each side four game puck recipients two from each side and we'll start off with the penguins and i'm gonna go to tristan jari for my first game puck of the game I thought Jari was good. Uh, there were times where he wasn't, you know, great. But I don't think he was terrible. 31 saves on 33 shots. Did not play the full 60 minutes, 59 minutes exactly. Uh, 9 minutes and 39 seconds of, sorry, 9 39 save percentage, I should say. <laughs> Gave up two goals against. My second game puck of the game for the Penguins is going to go to the former Maple Leaf. Because I agree with, I agree with uh, Mike Sullivan. 
I agree with Mike Sullivan. I thought I thought Noel Achari, just like Mike Sullivan, I thought Noel had his best game as a Penguin yet so far this season. Playing against his former team, he gets a goal against his former team, and the team wins. The team that he's currently on now. Now, now, before we get to the Maple Leaf thing, I, I gotta bring this up. I gotta bring this up. And if this brings this show to the hour mark, I really, I'm really. That's you know that's all right with me. I'm good. I'm good. But I, I gotta say. I gotta say. William Nylander and Alex Nylander. The bros taking on each other. Someone said, I'm not going to say who it was because I don't actually remember, but someone said to one of the tweets the Penguins or the Maple Leafs put out, I got to remember which one, switch jerseys before the game began. I didn't see that happening, but it would have been interesting to find out which Nylander was which. The Nylander brothers battling each other. Just imagine what it would be like if it, both the Nylander brothers were on the same side. Just imagine it. If Alex Nylander and William Nylander were on the same team. What kind of team will we get? Depending on which team it is. Pittsburgh or Toronto or wherever they go. All right. Toronto's game puck recipients are going to go to Tyler Bertuzzi and... Joseph Wall. Wall gave up three goals against, made 32 saves on 35 shots, save percentage of 914, only played 57 minutes. But that's okay. That's okay. All right. When we come back, Check in on the other games going on right now. Those that are on on Sunday, as we record this, we will set you up for Bills versus Eagles to wrap up this edition of Penguins postgame. We will do our attendance record and the next five games for the Toronto Maple Leafs.
and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Penguins postgame wraps up right after this from Broadcast Map and take another look. Once again, the final score in Pittsburgh. Penguins 3. Maple Leafs 2. Attendance record. Look ahead. Look around. The action on Sunday. That is ongoing and still to come. When we return. Looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine? Check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches, where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more, follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page, search On the Ice and Behind the Benches. It is time as we welcome you back to Penguins post game. It is time for the look ahead. And well, pretty much these two teams only have two games remaining in November. Only two games remaining in November. Two games remaining in November. Well, it's time. It's time to set you up with their next five games. And we are going to do that courtesy of the NHL app. Download the app for yourself and follow your favorite team all season long. All season long. Before we get to that, though, quick update in the Games going on right now. The Blackhawks are on the board. The Blues are leading 3-1 to one at the end of 20 minutes in Chicago. The Red Wings leading the Wild 2-1 to one at, the end of, at the end of 40 minutes. Headed to the third period. The Jets take on the Predators at 8 p.m. The Blue Jackets and Hurricanes coming up at 5 p.m. Eastern, so in about just a few hours from now. And then it's the showdown between the Ducks and the Oilers at 9 p.m. Eastern.
Alrighty, with that all being said, let's get to it. Let's start. with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, <clears throat> their next two are home games, Tuesday, November 28th at 7 p.m. against the Florida Panthers. And then the Seattle Kraken come to town. On November 30th. The Seattle Kraken are in town for a showdown with the Leafs on Thursday, November 30th. 2023. Again, that puck drop 7 p.m. Eastern, just like the game between the Panthers and the Leafs on Tuesday evening. On their December schedule. As the first two of their next five games are those games in November. Against the Panthers on Tuesday and the Kraken on Thursday. Oh boy, this is, this is going to be fun. Don't miss them next Saturday. Live from Toronto. It's the Boston Bruins versus the Toronto Maple Leafs, 7 p.m. Eastern, to kick off their December schedule, Saturday, December 2nd. Twenty twenty three. That's their third of their next five. Their fourth of their next five is a showdown battle of Ontario in Ottawa. At seven PM Eastern. On Thursday, December 7, 2023. And their fifth and final next five games, the Nashville Predators take on the Leafs. Saturday, December 9, 2023 at 7 p.m. 
this one will be in This one will be in Toronto. So, the Maple Leafs' next five games include the Panthers at home on Tuesday, November 28th. Then, the Seattle Kraken are in town for a showdown on Thursday, November 30, 2023, against the Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs will wrap up the homestand with a Showdown between the brawling Boston Bruins and your Maple Leafs. Followed by the Battle of Ontario on Thursday, December 7th. And then a showdown with the Preds. from Scotiabank Arena or wherever they are going to play this one. Meanwhile, for your Pittsburgh Penguins, the Penguins are going to talk. They're, sorry, not talk. They're going to play to kick off their next five games. They're going to play. Come, they're going to play Tuesday. Night as well, this time at 8 p.m. Eastern. This one is against the Nashville Predators. In the first of two against the Preds. Eight PM Eastern on Tuesday, November twenty-eighth. Before they head out to Tampa Bay to take on the Tampa Bay Lightning on Thursday, November 30, at 7 p.m. in Tampa Bay. In December, third, fourth, and fifth game. Well, Numbers three and four, same team. It's a home-and-home home series, and the Battle of Pennsylvania reunites on Saturday, December 2, 2023. December 2nd, 2023. 7 p.m. Eastern. And then guess what? It reignites on Monday, December 4th, 7 p.m. Eastern. 
and their fifth of their next five games. Tampa Bay, back in Tampa Bay on Wednesday, December 6th. For a showdown with the Lightning at 7 p.m. Eastern. And because Philadelphia has double, we're going to add in the Florida Panthers game Friday, December 8th. At 7 p.m. Eastern. So the next five games for the Penguins include back-to-back with Philadelphia as a home-and-home series, Saturday and Monday night. Lightning and Predators. First, the Predators on Tuesday night, then the Lightning on Thursday night. Then the Lightning will meet the Penguins on Wednesday, December 6th. And the Panthers will follow shortly after. On Friday. But the big Gator that we got to be getting you ready for. The big Gator. Is the back-to-back home-and-home series. Home-and-home series. Between the Berg, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Philadelphia Flyers. It's the Battle of Pennsylvania, and it's just two games away. It's two games away for the Penguins and the Flyers. Two games away. Okay, maybe two games away for the Penguins. Uh, The Flyers, let's see. Uh, yep, two games from next Tuesday, which is this Tuesday, Tuesday, November 28th, 2023. All right, well, as we prepare to send you off to Phil's post game we'll send you off with what you're going to hear when we kick off bills post game after the bills and the eagles but before we do that this game has officially reached the station on a hockey night in canada and a hockey night in pittsburgh in front of 18,229 fans in attendance And now, let's set the scene for the next recap that's coming up. And we will set that scene for you right as we wrap up here right now. We'll wrap it up with our sign-off. And then taking us to the outro music 
and outro message. It's none other than our calm before than our calm before the storm. Bills versus Eagles. We bring that to you in just a second. What I will say right now, as we get ready to bring that to you, well, you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, reminding you that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. With that being said, we say so long for now from Penguins postgame. So long for now from PPG Paints Arena. Bills versus Eagles. I'll have you covered with Bills postgame following Bills versus Eagles. And following this postgame show right now. Let's take you to the calm. The calm. Before the storm. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen, taking us to the outro music and outro message. Your calm before the storm of Bills versus Eagles. Enjoy. Schedule's too tough for the Bills to make the playoffs. Philly has actually had to beat good teams. The train whistles in Western New York will not be there in Philadelphia. They're going to have to play a perfect game to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. They likely won't. We always got, man. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it.